0: Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now. On French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous. Welcome to French Your Way podcast. This is episode 171, episode 171. After three episodes talking about French phonetics and pronunciation, I think it's time that we get back to a bit of grammar, isn't it? So I'm going to move on with um, my series about the agreement of uh, the past participle in French. And this is the fourth episode of the series. I refer you to the show notes for episode numbers and links about the previous uh, episode, uh, what past participles are, how to choose between être and avoir um, when you are conjugating your verb in a, a compound tense, such as the passé composé, and also the rules of the agreement of the past participle with être. Today, we're going to see um, if, when, or how uh, you are going to uh, make the agreement of the past participle when you use uh, the auxiliary avoir. Just a little reminder, in the last episode, in the previous episode in the the series, we have seen that when you use the auxiliary être, uh, the past participle will need to agree with the subject. So for example, if you want to say, uh, she went... Uh, so that's the verb aller, to go, and aller uh, uses the uh, auxiliary être. So elle est aller. Because you've used the auxiliary être, the past participle aller needs to agree with your subject L, which is feminine singular. So aller will be spelled with the E acute for the mark of the past participle and then an extra E at the end. What happens when you use the auxiliary avoir the past participle may agree with the direct object. I refer you to episode uh, eighty-eight of the podcast to be clear about what a direct and even indirect object and pronouns are in French. Also, my article about how to use "qui" and "que" in French would be uh, useful to you. All uh, is in the show notes of the episode. So, the past participle may agree with the direct object and that is when the direct object is before the verb before the verb Um, if you think of a like traditional sentence you have your subject and then your verb and then any object or complementary information so when is the object going to be before the verb. That will have to be when the object is under the form of a pronoun because the pronouns are placed in front of the verb that um, they, they refer to. So, let's take examples. Um, the verb to write. To write. Écrire. Let's say the children wrote a letter. This children wrote A letter, les enfants ont écrit une lettre, subject, verb, object. Écrire is conjugated in the passé composé, made of the auxiliary avoir, ont, and then the past participle, écrit, which ends with a a T, so it's E-acute, C-R-I-T. That's the past participle form. We've used the auxiliary avoir, so there is no agreement between the past participle and the subject. Les enfants do not um, have any impact on the the spelling um, of the past participle. We do have a direct object, une lettre. That direct object is after the verb. Les enfants ont écrit une lettre. Now, if you want to say the letter that the children have written or the letter that the children wrote was for their mom. The letter the children wrote was for their mom. La lettre que les enfants ont écrite était pour leur maman. The past participle here takes an E for the feminine singular, which corresponds to the gender and number for la lettre which you can find in the pronoun « que » located, the direct object pronoun « que » positioned uh, before the verb. « Que les enfants ont écrit » Let's do a second example. « Mary forgot her key. » Or we can also say « Mary lost her key. » So what is « to forget »? And what is to lose? To forget is oublier. And to lose is perdre. Marie forgot her key. Marie a oublié sa clé. So both verbs use uh, avoir as uh, auxiliary. Marie a oublié, past participle with just a E E acute, the object, sa clé being after the verb. Marie a oublié sa clé. Mary lost her key, Marie a perdu, that's the past participle for perdre, um, ending in U, sa clé. Now, the key that Mary lost prevents her from going back home. La clé que Marie a oublié with an extra E because we're talking about the key. And we mention that key, la clé, um, before we say the verb, uh, and it's inside the pronoun uh, que as well, la clé que Marie a oublié, or que que Marie a perdu, with an extra E after the U, l'empêche de rentrer chez elle. The examples you can see uh, in the show notes of the episode at frenchaway.com.au slash podcast 171, 171. You can see them written here, maybe easier. If you find that the rule is very twisted and uh, weird and maybe uh, hard to learn, um, you may be right in a way, uh, in the sense actually that um, many French people will actually not make uh, the agreement of the past participle properly properly uh, with the auxiliary uh, when using the auxiliary avoir because um they forgot their school years they are like a bit oblivious of the rule um they don't have very good grammar skills so i see uh, that type of mistake like as in non-agreement of uh, the past participle when there should be with the auxiliary avoir i see it um regularly even on the internet and sometimes in like you know in articles that i read always makes me cringe well i'm going to give you an explanation about why that rule that seems like popping out of nowhere or like be um, a little bit maybe illogical, or at least counterintuitive is. And for this, we're going to imagine that you are writing French. When you write, you just want to write in a linear way and not have to go back to what you wrote before to make... Um, Edits like amendments to uh, what you have already written, okay, what you've put down on paper, will remain unchanged. Otherwise, it would be very messy, um, a lot, uh, much of a nightmare to have to go back and forth um, constantly. When you use the auxiliary être, the past participle agrees with the subject. Uh, so you imagine you start writing your sentence. So, um elle, est, Aller, oh yes, I need to remember that for aller, there's an extra E because of my subject being feminine. The letter that the children wrote was for their mom. La lettre que les enfants ont écrite. I put the E because I know it's a letter and it's feminine. Therefore, I can already put the E down here. Now I'm going to write, the children wrote a letter. Les enfants ont écrit, I leave the past participle as is, because I may want to change my mind, I may still be thinking about what they wrote, may use another word, or I can still decide how, how I'm going to finish my sentence. So the past participle is going to remain in its simple form, I'll add my object after, and then I'm not going back. Once I've written my object down, I'm not going back to change, if needs be, the 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 form of the past participle. So you need to think of it as you're writing in a linear way, and you don't go back for edits. That is why only if and when actually uh, the the direct object is already has already been put down on paper because it is before the verb that you can actually do something on the passé composé form otherwise um, you just leave it i hope that this makes sense now i'm going to give you a little exercise Um, you can actually uh, see this exercise Uh, it's a fill the blanks like put the correct uh, form of the past participle Make an agreement if needed in the show notes of the episode, frenchaway.com.au slash podcast 171. I'll read you that exercise and I'll let you uh, check out the answers in the in the show notes. Um, so do the exercise and leave a comment in the comment section if you have any uh, question or problem. How would you write the past participles in the following sentence? one. Les candidats pour qui nous avons voté ont perdu l'élection. Two, la voiture que j'ai louée est bleue. Three, la famille a loué une maison de vacances à Arcachon. Four, la vieille dame a refusé Les conseils que je lui ai donnés. Five. Est-ce que tu as téléphoné à tes parents? Oui, je leur ai téléphoné. Six. Est-ce que tu as appelé tes parents? Oui, je les ai appelés. I hope this episode has helped you get all the answers to the exercise correct and that you will remember this rule from now on. If you're listening to this episode, well, uh, there still is time. Uh, Just a reminder that there are only a few days left to receive my complimentary set of uh, French IPA flashcards and also the spelling to sound the bookmark when you join my course, How to Speak Like a Native French Speaker. The special offer ends on Monday, the 21st of May. And I will be doing a live session on Facebook on the 19th of May. That's at 1.30 p.m. Melbourne, Australia time. Um, And I'll answer your questions about uh, French phonetics, French pronunciation. The date, easy to remember. The same day as uh, Prince Harry's wedding with uh, Meghan. Uh, But uh, don't worry, you won't miss uh, the celebration as it won't be at the, the same time. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away Podcast.